0: Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From the pages of The New Yorker, this is the Weekly Comment Podcast. In Last Chances, Elizabeth Colbert reports on climate change and the new age of extinction. The first documented extinction of 2019 occurred on New Year's Day, with the death of a Hawaiian tree snail named George. George, who was about an inch long, had a grayish body, grayish tentacles, and a conical shell striped in beige and brown. He was born in captivity in Honolulu and had spent his unassuming life oozing around his terrarium, consuming fungi. Researchers with Hawaii's forestry department had tried to find a partner for him. George was a hermaphrodite, but he needed a mate in order to reproduce. And when they couldn't, they concluded that he was the last of his kind, a Chantanella apex fulva. A few days after he went, presumably gently, into that good night, the department posted a eulogy under the heading, Farewell to a Beloved Snail, and a Species. Unfortunately, he is survived by none, it observed. George's passing prompted a spate of headlines, and then, it seems safe to say, was forgotten. Americans have by now grown inured to the last of stories, which appear with the unsurprising regularity of seasonal dessert recipes. George the Snail was named for Lonesome George, a Pinta Island tortoise from the Galapagos, also the last of his kind, who died in 2012. In February, the Australian government declared a rat-like creature known as the Bramble Cay melomys to be extinct. The Malomies, found on a single low-lying island between Australia and Papua New Guinea, appears to have been done in by climate change, which has shrunk its habitat and brought ever more damaging flooding. Then, in April, Chinese state media reported that the last known female Yangtze giant softshell turtle had died. Her species might die with her, the Washington Post noted. Last week, an international group of scientists issued what the Times called the most exhaustive look yet at the decline in biodiversity. The findings were grim. On the order of a million species are now facing extinction, many within decades. What's at stake here is a livable world, Robert Watson, the chairman of the group, intergovernmental science policy platform on biodiversity and ecosystem services, told Science. The UN-backed IPBES is to flora and fauna what the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is to the atmosphere. Based in Bonn, it is funded by 132 member nations, including the United States. More than 300 experts contributed to its latest assessment, which runs more than 1,500 pages. The authors trace two diverging trend lines, one upward sloping, for people, and one sloping downward. For everything else. During the past 50 years, the planet's human population has doubled. In that same period, the size of the global economy has quadrupled, and global trade has grown tenfold. If hundreds of millions of people around the world are still mired in poverty, there are many more people living in prosperity today than ever before. To keep nearly 8 billion people fed, not to mention housed, clothed, and hooked on YouTube, Humans have transformed most of the Earth's surface. 75% of the land is significantly altered, the IPBES noted in a summary of its report, which was released last week in Paris. In addition, 66% of the ocean area is experiencing increasing cumulative impacts, and over 85% of wetlands area has been lost. Approximately half the world's coral cover is gone. In the past 10 years alone, at least 75 million acres of primary or recovering forest have been destroyed. Habitat destruction and overfishing are, for now, the main causes of biodiversity declines, according to the IPBES. But climate change is emerging as a direct driver and is increasingly exacerbating the impact of other drivers. Its effects, the report noted, are accelerating. Watson wrote last week in The Guardian that we cannot solve the threats of human-induced climate change and loss of biodiversity in isolation. We either solve both or we solve neither. How long can the two trend lines continue to head in opposite directions? This is the key question raised by the report, and it may turn out to be the key question of the century. Many documented species have already disappeared. To take the example of Hawaiian tree snails, Ashintanella apex fulva is just one of hundreds of species that have been lost and probably even more vanished before they could be identified. Many others, like the Yangtze giant softshell turtle, are functionally extinct. So far, it could be argued, the casualties haven't slowed us down. The IPBES report cautions, however, against assuming that this pattern will continue. Nature, it succinctly observes, is essential for human existence. The report points to pollinators as one group of organisms that humans can't readily do without. 90% of flowering plants and 75% of all types of food crops rely on pollination by animals, birds, bats, and mostly insects. Cash crops including coffee, cocoa, and almonds are pollinator-dependent. In many regions, important pollinators like native bees are in decline. It's not clear exactly why, but probably one of the major factors is an increasing reliance on synthetic pesticides, which don't distinguish between insects that are useful and those that are unwanted. These chemicals are supposed to prevent crop failures. The danger is that they may end up causing them as much as $600 billion worth of annual agricultural production is at risk as a result of pollinator loss, the IPBES warned. In an earlier report on pollinators and the food supply, the group predicted that total pollinator loss would decrease production of the most important dependent crops by more than 90%. We would, it seems, be well advised to shift course, if only for our own species-centric reasons. And according to the IPBES, there is still time for transformative changes in the production and consumption of energy, food, feed, fiber, and water. Regrettably, though, all signs point to more of the same. In 2018, carbon dioxide emissions from the energy sector rose to a new high of 36 billion tons. Also in 2018, nearly 30 million acres of tropical forest were lost, an area the size of Pennsylvania. As the website Inside Climate News noted, this destruction occurred even as more corporations and countries made commitments to preserve tropical forests. As long as we continue to tear through the biosphere, expect the losses to continue to mount. That was Last Chances by Elizabeth Colbert from the New Yorker magazine, May 20th, 2019. Narrated by Jamie Rennell. Also in the magazine this week, Adam Gopnik on the MIT Age Lab, John Jeremiah Sullivan on Rhiannon Giddens, Rebecca Mead on Joanna Hogg, Jill Lepore on Campaign Books, Hua Su on Holly Herndon, Laura Miller on Julia Phillips, James Woods on Martin Hagland and secularism, Anthony Lane on All Is True and Tolkien, fiction by Camille Bordas and more. Audible.com produces a weekly audio edition of The New Yorker. To subscribe or to download individual issues, we invite you to go to www.audible.com and enter New Yorker in the search box. To subscribe to the comment podcast, go to www.newyorker.com or to the New Yorker Room on the iTunes Store.